Hello, we are back for another episode on my lovely podcast called I Ain't Shit. (laughs) Oh man, let me tell you, when I've been introducing what my podcast is called to people, it's been hilarious because it's like, why in the heck would that be an appropriate title? But it just suits me. And, you know, I think the feedback that I'm getting so far is because you guys are appreciating how realistic I am, right? And that's why I wanted to label what I was doing, obviously, in a humorous context, obviously, but I labeled it in such just so you guys know that I'm not sitting here on my high horse pretending I know everything. In every episode, I want you to take my title to heart in a way that I don't take myself seriously. Not in a way that I don't, you know, like, how do I put this? Because granted, guys, I don't edit out my episodes. I don't, you know, oh, I said something wrong. Let me cut it. Let me trim it. Let me redo it. I don't do that, dude. I film this shit straight shot going. Um, Because again, I want to be realistic. I don't want to pretend that Anything that's coming out right now is not real. Um, So in a sense that what I'm saying, I don't take myself seriously, is that I know where I started growing up, how I behaved, who I was, and who I've become. So it's not me standing on a high horse. I say I'm not shit to remind people that I have had my fair share of experiences and poor life choices, man. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Do I have a lot of poor life choices? Um, so yeah, it's it's why I'm the person that I am. And I joke around and I don't take my experiences seriously because I learn from them. That's all that happens is when I'm in a shit a shit situation that I've put myself into, I just learn the lesson and I move on with my life. Because unfortunately, And it's not an excuse, but I live with severe anxiety and I have very depressive states, episodes, whatever you want to call them. Um, So if I allow myself to sit in that, I'd be unhappy. And I was, I wasn't happy for a really long time because I didn't know that's what was going on. Um, So as I've learned to come to, you know, come to an understanding of why I do what I do or why I was in a situation that I was in. I just take myself to the side and I see where I fucked up. I own it and I call it a day and I move on because that is life. You are always going to fuck up in life. Sorry to break that to you, but when they raised you saying that life was going to be beautiful if you strive with your ambitions, <laughs> what a what a load of horse shit. Uh, you could literally drown in your in your ambition in your ambitions if you really fucking wanted to. I've met so many people that it literally sounds like they're running themselves into the ground for what for for perfect happiness that doesn't exist, man. I I don't know how many times you can see quotes about the pursuit of happiness, but you have the pursuit of happiness, you're gonna die very very unhappy because it's human to make mistakes and it's human to fuck up and it's human to be sad and depressed and angry. All of those emotions are just as natural as happiness and all that shit. So, you know, what does your girl do? (laughs) She makes fun of herself 
and she finds humor in her shit. As do most of you, since you're here to listen to the shit that I get into, right? <laughs> um, it should be quiet right now. I decided to record after my parents went to bed because y'all, they watched this show called Exalton, which is basically like the Mexican survivor, but oh my God, bro. They cheer, like I don't know about your guys' parents, but my parents cheer into that TV. They fucking feel like the whole team can hear them through the television. Oh my God, man. And they're also really crappy fans because they talk mad shit about their team. Like they are not supportive whatsoever. <laughs> if their team fucks up once, then Jesus, nope, that's my mom. She's just like, oh my God, you could do better. What are you doing? You're pathetic. That's all coming out of this little five foot four lady. Or no, I'm five four. How tall is my mom? My mom's like four nine or five foot. Little lady. Cute little lady. Just all that derogatory terms just coming out of that little little lady. <laughs> Cause homegirl dropped the ball or something. It's ridiculous. So I decided to wait until they um they fell asleep. But you might not be able to hear them anyways, because dude, major shout out to my girl Scarlett. She hooked a girl up with a microphone. I wasn't expecting it. I was at work and I get this random ass message from Amazon and she hooked me up with a nice ass fucking microphone. And if you wanna check it out, it's on my Instagram. It's on my story right now. Um, so I'm not ghetto anymore. <laughs> Moving on up to the east side, to a deluxe apartment in the sky. Um, I bet you can't guess where that's fucking from. And, uh, what was I going to say? I decided to name him because I love naming things like my car. I drive a ghetto ass silver, uh, silver Nissan Sentra, but his name is Jax in Sons of Anarchy to name my car. And so I'm going to name my microphone Howie. So the reason he's going to be called Howie is because he came into this little, like, you know those classy briefcase looking things for electronic um, equipment? He came in that, so like for a portable traveling. And it just looks hilarious. And the first thing my sister said when she saw it was like, okay, bitch, are we on deal or no deal? <laughs> so as I was being teased, I decided to name him after Howie Mandel. So we're speaking to Howie right now. But anyways, anywho, what I wanted to talk about today is your girl had a week. We have a holiday coming up. I work in the beer industry, for those of you who don't know. And next week is St. Patty's. I live in Arizona, so there is going to be some type of a celebration next week. And it's just been busy. It's been busy. We have, oh man, dude, our supply chain. Oh, our supply chain. It's been rough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you guys that much. So this past week, it's been nothing but work that's on the brain. But in retrospect, I wanted to talk about organic and not orchestrated. So that's the sentence, right? Organic, not orchestrated. The fuck does that mean, Yesenia? Well, I believe that we move in hopes that we create that narrative, right? Like we want to be successful. We want all these things. So we're trying to orchestrate that to happen. We're trying to control it. 
so that we get the best possible outcome instead of just being organic about things and letting life be and letting life come to you and just going with the flow. I don't go with the flow. I'm a fucking control freak. Ask, ask my friends. They hate. Well, okay. That's a strong word. They don't hate it. You know, I'm a planner, but I am a control freak. So it's like bittersweet. You know, your girl has everything planned, but if everything doesn't go to plan, I lose my goddamn shit. I'm annoying. I fucking hate it myself. Um, but I wanted to talk about organic and not orchestrated because I got a comment that kind of stuck with me. And the comment that I received was that, am I putting on a facade, right? Like, God damn, I've never been told that kind of shit. <laughs> sounded deep. But the reason it stuck with me is because I, in ways... I always get comments like that over time. Like I've been told your humor comes from a dark place or your facade or you're very aggressive or you're very out there. I always get these comments and I just think to myself, you know, you're not wrong. All those things are true, but it's not a facade. It, it comes from an organic place. I didn't orchestrate the person that I am today. I got made to be this way by the things that have happened in my life because I chose to learn from them and I chose to get a better perspective of life from them. Now, I also wanted to talk about it because I want to let everybody know <laughs> as much as I appreciate being told that I'm very mature and I'm wise and I have a good broad perspective on life and such. It wasn't always like this. I wasn't always like this. I changed. Growing up, I was crazy insecure, right? We're gonna go into, into a little bit of a story time. So you wanna get to know me more? You wanna know some deep shit? Keep listening. This isn't your cup of tea and you want, you know, something a little bit more humorous, click out. Cause this one's gonna get a little not too funny, but it's going to get personal. So it's up to you, man. Like I said, you guys are here tuning in because you want to support me. You want to listen. You want to relate. You want to talk shit or you want to laugh. Okay. The choice is yours. Pick it like the matrix, red bill, red pill, blue pill, you know, but yeah. So I grew up very insecure. I didn't, uh, feel pretty. And all that whack shit. God, man, I think back to that stuff. Like, you're saying you're wasting your fucking time being worried about that. But that's the thing. We grow up like that. That's the reality in the society that we grew up in. And I was so damn, like, I just wanted to fit in. I wanted the friends. I watched all these stupid Disney shows. I wanted to be the popular person. Oh, my God. I, like, vomited my mouth thinking about how stupid it is. But anyways, growing up with so many insecurities and just that level of loneliness, just I was doing anything and everything to try to be friends with people. And it didn't work. Oh, fuck, man. No, it didn't. I don't think I started seeing friends until maybe fourth grade. Um, shout out to Jasmine Warner. We're almost going to be close to 20 years of friendship. Jesus Christ. But, you know, slowly but surely making a little bit more friends here and there, but still not quite fitting in. Growing up with, you know, problems at home, making me more of a hostile, you know, kid, because I just wasn't dealing with my anger issues at the time. Projecting all of that hostility 
into my everyday behavior, you know, it wasn't cool. It wasn't good. It wasn't healthy. And then getting to middle school, middle school was a fucking shit show, man. You think 13 Reasons sounds corny? 13's Reason Why, that show, let me tell you, it comes from a place, if you've ever seen that show. Looks corny, but you couldn't imagine how many people go through that stuff. Um, And my middle school was an example of that. I went to Osborne Middle School, and just to tell you how fucking crazy that middle school was, we were the sh- we were the school that was on the news for the baby being left in the trash can. I remember going to my high school, and if I ever said what middle school I was coming from, oh my god, the school where there was a baby in the trash can. Oh my fucking god, that was ridiculous. Yeah, that happened at my school. So, shout out OMS, go Firehawks. Um, yeah, middle school was fucking. Dude, what toxic behavior were we? living through at that middle school i think it was so fucking funny that like i said insecure wanting friends wanting to fit in all that stupidity i was part of a group guys called Aliyah and them <laughs> i should you not it's literally what that's literally what it'd be called hey where's Aliyah and them guess who was part of the them your girl over here uh fuck why I cringed thinking about it but I felt cool so I put up with it I genuinely don't like I don't think those were real friendships we were kids we were young we were naive it is what it is but it's just the way that school functioned but I'm not here to put blame on anything this is my fault for feeling the way that I felt And putting myself in situations that were retarded instead of realizing that I am like I was good enough to be my own person to find friends. I didn't need to put myself in a situation where I had to be part of a clique called Aaliyah and them. (laughs) Ridiculous, dude. Ridiculous. But through middle school, through going into high school, I just that's all that was on my mind. Fitting in making friends, feeling wanted, feeling like I belonged. And I'm 26 years old, dude, reflecting on this shit. Like (laughs) you're an idiot. I'm just talking shit to myself because it's like, dude, like it's not that serious, but I can say that now, now that I'm grown, but the girl going through all of that crap at the time was feeling it. She was in her feels. I, you know, projected a lot of my shit at home into my everyday life and it just it was getting messy now the reason you know that's one of the hugest reasons why I am who I am and I take myself you know is it's I'm not everybody's cup of tea and I'm gonna stick with that because I refuse to go back to the person that needs to behave differently to fit into whatever it is that's trending at the moment I just don't I can't do that I can't be what people want me to be. Professionally, oh, dude, I'm a fucking kick-ass salesman. That I can do, but that I can do professionally. In my everyday life and on myself and, you know, on social media, Instagram, Facebook, whatever the fuck it is, I say what I want, when I want, who I am. I like what I want. You can't, you can't basically make me feel insecure anymore about myself because I'm very, very secure with myself now. But it took time getting there I did you gotta understand you don't wake up one day confident 
it's not about confidence. It's about accepting who you are. When you can accept who you are, flaws and all, then nobody can tell you who you are because nobody should hold that power than yourself. When you look in the mirror and you tell yourself you're ugly, you're fat, you're not skinny enough, you're too skinny, you're, you know, not cool enough, what you're into is not what everybody else is into, you're telling yourself that. You're allowing the outside world to tell you who you are. It's not about confidence. It's about accepting and loving yourself and telling yourself that you're enough, you're cool enough. When you project that and that's what you're projecting, that's the energy you get back. You'd be surprised. I didn't believe it at the time. I was projecting shit energy. I was getting shitty people in my life, going in and out of friendships because they weren't real. And you know, it's it just, it wasn't healthy. And now I'm surrounded by people who actually genuinely wanna be around me, for me, by the way. Because there's been many times where I will cry and rant to my friends and say, did I fuck up? What am I doing wrong? And my doubt, like I would doubt myself and they just literally like will tell me what I need to hear and not what I want to hear, but they love me for who I am. So you just have to get into that mindset of not allowing people to tell you who you are, period. And that's why I behave the way that I behave. Now, when it comes to my advice, or how I view, you know, let's let's look at relationships, right? How I look at relationships and partnerships and, and stuff like that. It's only because I was, excuse me, I was the girl who was super jealous. Excuse me. I just, did I just, yeah, I just burped, guys. I'm sorry. I'm fucking classy broad over here. Uh, well, we're getting all deep and I'm just like over here burping. Uh, my bad. I had a Coke. So it is what it is. Anywho, back to the main topic. Um, yeah, I was the girl that was like mad jealous, you know, projecting my insecurities that I had at home with my dad and all that shit, projecting that into my relationships. Uh, the toxic behavior that I would do, that I would become a part of, that I would allow all because... I ain't shit. All because I just wanted to feel belonged. Wanted to feel loved. None of that crap was healthy. So because I've experienced it, I wasn't. Here, I'll give you a snippet of some fucking toxic behavior. My, I was that bitch that looked through my ex's phone. I cringe. Jesus Christ. And here's the funny part. I put, so his code into his phone is the code was the code for my cell phone ain't that some toxic ass shit because in my mind why the fuck would he guess his phone code on my phone so i could get into his phone but he couldn't get into my phone bless the toxicity Ugh. <laughs> so that's what i'm saying dude i just remember being that bitch and i don't ever want to do that again and i learned from it and it's why I say what I say about my ideas of love or relationships or anything like that. It's because I learned I don't ever want to be that person again. 
I don't ever want to put myself in a situation like that again. Now, he ain't getting off that easy. My exes are not getting off that easy. I'm not saying that. It's it was it's a two-way street for that fucking conversation, which granted, I think just too many people listen to this podcast that know him. So I'm sorry, respectfully, there's only so much details that are gonna come out of me about that, but out of respect. But like I said, two-way street of toxicity there. Toxicness. That's not even a word. Is toxicity a word? <laughs> this is what I mean by like, maybe I should probably script this, but do you, do you see? It's just, I can't. It's, I make up words. It's fine. I don't know if that's a word. We'll Google that shit later. But either way, toxic went both ways. Not the point. The point is I behaved in a way that I learned from because that's not okay. That should, you should not need to look through your person's phone. If you're looking through your person's phone, you have the answer. If you are, you know, trying to get your way into finding advice about a situation that you're in, you know the answer. What the hell is up with us looking at stupid ass quotes and advice columns and self-help books? You know the damn answer when it comes to being in a toxic relationship. You just don't like the answer. So you're hoping for a different outcome. And that puts me back into organic, not orchestrated. You cannot control the narrative. You cannot control if someone cheats on you. You cannot control if someone wakes up one day and don't love and doesn't love you anymore. That is life. That is something to understand is normal, is the norm. I'm sorry that the society we grew up in made us watch Disney movies and romance films and really made us fucking believe that that's real. At the end of the day, am I saying that there's not relationships out there that are diehard in love and all that jazz? That's not what I'm saying. That's a situation in life. That is not life. Okay. That's a part of life is finding someone you love and all that shit and getting married and the whole jazz. That's just a part of life. But that is not the reason to life, is to find someone. There's a lot of fucking people in this world, y'all, that are single and happy. And they die single and happy. Where in the hell we thought being single was bad? fucking yeah i get it we procreate but because we can choose to procreate it's not necessarily some at this point in our stage of evolution we don't need to in fact we're fucking overpopulated so we probably should be deciding not to reproduce so much at this point but it's why i say organic not orchestrated like you i'm sorry people but we have every right to change who we are when we want it is our life. It's like I said in the podcast before, we're going to die alone in our thoughts. We're going to die alone. We are in, we don't get to die with someone and that person is, you know, we go together. That, that's not, that hasn't been proven yet, right? I'm pulling that out of my ass until somebody tells me elsewise. Um, so that's why, you know, you gotta, it's not about, I hope he doesn't cheat on me, he or she, or I hope... You know, there's not a bitch in that guy's phone or, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's, it's not about that. It could happen. It might happen. But if you're already going to fucking think that going in, you're dooming to fail at this point. You're setting yourself up for failure because that's the point. It could happen. Someone could wake up one day and choose not to love you anymore. And I know that breaks your heart. And I know that sucks to hear. 
but it is what it is it doesn't make that person like it I'm not gonna say it doesn't make that person shitty because if a person cheats on you that's shitty no poor choice of words but what I'm trying to say is you cannot control the narrative you can't orchestrate it, it it's we live in it as organic matter if that person wakes up one day and changes their mind or that person develops toxic behavior over time then you have to trust yourself to know when to leave you have to trust yourself to learn the lesson from the issue i'm not saying don't hurt from it we all hurt we're all sensitive we all have feelings you're gonna hurt you're gonna feel it it's gonna suck but you gotta move on you gotta know your worth you gotta know how what much of an amazing person you are and how much you're loved by I don't know what it is, you know, what your situation is, but like mine, for example, I know how much I'm loved by my friends, by my family. So I've learned after years of all this shit, because like I said, I don't sit here on a fucking high horse. I went through years of crying on the floor, crying in public, causing scenes with friends, making scenes at clubs, fucking all of that all of that crap I had to go through for about I want to say 10 years before I woke up one day and just fucking had enough I had to hit fucking rock bottom I had to get so goddamn depressed and literally fuck I'm sorry if this sounds crazy but I had to literally get myself into a point like I was literally having suicidal thoughts dude that's how bad I let my insecurities get to me that's not living and that's not okay so I woke up and I worked on myself and it didn't happen overnight it took a goddamn year goddamn that's a weird word but it took a year just with the support of my friends to get me through that fucking rut and though I had their support it had to come from me I had to do the work I had to address every single toxic shit I did I had to accept every single toxic shit that happened to me i had to learn from it and i grew it's why i'm preaching at this point that you know rejection is self-love live your life organically do not try to orchestrate it do not try to control it you're gonna worry about things you're gonna hurt shitty things are gonna happen to you but you have to accept the person that you are and love yourself So that way, when you know it's time to go, it's time to go. It's time to move on from anything. This is broad. Move on from the shit job. Move on from the shitty friendship. Move on from the shitty relationship. Move on. Life is short. We fucking die. That sentence needs to be taken a little bit more comfortable than some of the fucking happy-go-lucky shit we take on a daily basis. Because when you truly accept that, that we could go at any time, life slows down because that's what happened to me. That's my advice is I don't take shit seriously because I almost wasn't here. Okay. And it's not okay. It's not okay that in 10 years I had two fucking times where I believed I wanted out. It's not okay. That's why I sit here, quote unquote, wise humor comes from a dark place I'm aggressive or I come off as this facade of I'm acting all tough mature and chill and dude I am 
I am because I put in the fucking work to be the person that I'm here today. And I'm not done. I'm not a perfect person. I know that I still got a long way to go on healing, whether it's my childhood shit or past experiences. Regardless, I'm still healing and I'm still working through my stuff. But I made this episode because I want you guys to get to know me as we move forward, as I start to tell you stories about my life, situations that I was in, the good, the bad, the ugly, the funny, all of that. I want you to remember this episode. I want you to remember that I'm not on my fucking high horse. I sound all cool and shit because of what I went through. And I'm not naive to the person that I was before. I take ownership on all of that. I take a hundred percent ownership. And maybe you should too. Maybe you did some shit in the past that made you a shitty human being. Take ownership. Learn from it. Maybe you're in a situation that you know is toxic, that you know that you don't deserve and you deserve better. Walk away. Put the time in. Heal and move on so you could be happy. Just saying, man. This is me. And insert cheesy fucking This Is Me by Camp Rock or fucking Unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield. I wish I could insert those songs right now. Because this is your girl, Yesenia Lopez. Because I ain't shit. Mm, 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 mm. 